Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode, How to Repair Your Marriage No Matter How Bad It Is. My name is Mike Frazier, MD, and I help high-achieving men save their marriage. So I wanted to read you guys a, um, a reflection that one of our most recent graduates of the strongman system left. So he says, my life had become miserable over the past several years. I had given up my friends and hobbies. I worked two jobs to support my family, became resentful of my wife for having to do so to support her overspending. Okay. Common complaint in marriages, right? This uh, money stuff. In my time off, I relied on my wife for my happiness, which over time I was no longer getting. Okay. Also common, right? We can be really emotionally dependent on our wife. I was not strong enough man to ever communicate to my wife that I was unhappy. Just tried to keep the peace. Also very common. Since taking the program, I've found renewed self-worth and confidence, changed my way of thinking and learned how to manage my emotions. Awesome. That's what you learned, right? I've raised my fitness level and I'm in better shape than ever before. This guy really went like crazy. He, he got super strong through the program. Um, I've raised my, fit, uh, I've learned how to listen. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm kind of sick. Uh, learn how to listen to understand and effectively communicate big time point of the program, become more trustworthy. And my wife has since taken responsibility for overspending, which has allowed me to cut back on working my second job so much. Awesome. After learning, I was not responsible for her happiness nor her mind. I've since reconnected with friends. I hadn't been able to spend much time with over the past several years. I've started doing the things I love again, like playing sports, fishing, getting out on my motorcycle with friends, etc. I'm feeling joy in my life again, something I haven't felt for quite some time. Guys, this is what the program's all about. Re- connecting with that passion, that joy. And that's so much more attractive to your wife, right? When you're feeling better about yourself. Okay. Though my marriage is still not saved or perfect, right? I feel the relationship between my wife and I is much better. Awesome. This just in 30 days, guys. I know that I have become much stronger in body, mind, and spirit. Still have work to do and will continue strengthening these areas for the rest of my life. Exactly. This is a process, guys. I'm becoming a strong man that I want to be, a great choice for my wife, and a strong role model to my kids. Thanks, Dr. Mike. Love it. Love reading this kind of thing. This is why I do what I do. And I love seeing you guys like catch this and have these great results. So, you know, come join us in the strongman system if you want to get those same kind of results. So we're talking about repairing your marriage no matter how bad it is. So I wanted to share, I want to compare your marriage to a car and kind of what needs to be there for the car to work. So I want to tell you about my first car. So my first car, it was a um, orange pickup truck. It was, uh, so I got it, you know, it was like 20 years old already when I got it. Uh, some girls that I used to drive around in there, they named it Crusher. So it's orange, like orange crush. Um, a lot of really fun memories in this car, right? Um, we put a couch in the back of it. We drive that couch around, take it out at games, take it out at lunch. Um, it was just, it was a funny car. It was a great car to have. Uh, and I look back on it and really, you know, I love thinking about the the times of that car, but, but the problem with this car is that a lot of times it would not start. Okay. I get stranded places, have to call people back then. Like I, I didn't really have a cell phone, right? So you had to like figure out how to get a hold of somebody. I remember one time, like my car wouldn't start and like running down a hill, like my eyes were like 
bobbling because it was like such a steep <laughs> decline down the hill, you know, trying to catch somebody that had just left, like come back and pick me up. So, you know, although that car was really fun, I wouldn't want it back right now, right? Because it wouldn't perform its primary function, right? It wouldn't start. It wouldn't take me anywhere. Okay. So your marriage, right? It can be like rocky or if, if you're dealing with infidelity or something like that's dramatic and it's fun and there's lots of like highs and then there's lots of lows, but the starter of a car, the starter of a marriage is honesty. Okay. So like, if you're not consistently honest, that's like your car doesn't consistently start and your wife doesn't really want to be around that. So this is the main repair that you need to make to your marriage, right? You need to be honest in your marriage. So John Gottman, a big time marriage researcher, he says that the very most attractive trait to women is trustworthiness. Okay. And so we're going to split that into a few areas, but just think about that for a minute, right? The starter of the car, right? It's being honest being trustworthy, or in other words, being honest, someone that follows through with your promises. That's what's most attractive to women. Okay. They need to be able to depend on you to feel safe around you. Okay. So again, honestly, we want to split into a couple of things. One is just keeping those promises that you make. So a big one in marriage is sexual, sexual fidelity. Okay. So if you have been unfaithful, right, that was a big breach of trust. It does a lot of damage. Okay. That's definitely the starters not working in that. Okay, prioritizing your wife. If you haven't really done that over time, when you get married, your wife kind of thinks she's going to be the most important person in your life. Okay. If you haven't done that, if it's been you know, a long time and you haven't done that, okay, you know, she can start feeling like, hey, he doesn't really keep his promise. But another one that we sort of overlook is being honest, even when it's difficult to be honest. A lot of times sexual infidelity, it comes from someone failing to be honest. Like in this uh, testimonial we just read, um, you know, he had a hard time bringing stuff up with his wife because he didn't want to rock the boat. And so he just started being miserable without telling anybody, okay, this is common. This happens. So we want to start being honest, even when it's difficult. So that can be admitting mistakes that we have made or are continuing to make, right? That's even harder to say, yeah, not only did I make mistakes in the past, but I'm still making them. I just made that mistake again yesterday, right? When we can do that, that shows our wife, hey, like this guy's actually being honest. Okay, this car starts, right? That's a repair you can make. The other one is bringing up difficult issues that need to be brought up, okay? Again, this is where a lot of couples don't do a very good job is they just shove these issues under the rug that need to be brought up about money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, right? They're frustrated and frustrated and frustrated and then they blow up or they have an affair, right? Because they never brought up what wasn't working. They just kind of suffered in silence until they sort of did something really problematic. Now, a lot of guys, you know, they kind of think, well, especially if they've been unfaithful and they're coming now and trying to repair the marriage, they kind of think, well, I just kind of have to do everything her way for a while, right? To kind of make up for things. And yeah, that's kind of true, but the real, to really make a marriage work, right? You need to bring up the things that are hard, right? You need to say, Hey, I don't really like the way the money's being spent. Hey, our sexual relationship, it's not really where I want it to be. Okay. With the in-laws, it's not how I like it with parenting. I don't really like how we're splitting things with religion. I don't like how things are settling with housework, right? So it's counterintuitive, but when you bring up these difficult issues, okay. Now your wife might say stuff like, well, you don't get a voice anymore. You can't really say 
you know, because of what you did to me, you don't really have a, a say in this anymore. You can say, I understand you're hurt. I absolutely did hurt you by what I did. But if we're going to have a good relationship going forward, whether we're married or not, like we need to be able to talk about these hard things and we need to be able to get to things that work for both of us. Okay. So it's counterintuitive, but when you bring up these things, your wife starts to trust you. She starts to see this car does start up, right? Okay. And that's more attractive to her because she says, huh, you know, if he's willing to be honest about mistakes he's made, if he's willing to be honest about what's not working, even when he knows I won't like it and he's doing it in a mature way, not a baby way, not a immature way. Okay. She starts thinking, huh, you know, this guy, he's attractive, right? He's honest. He can be trusted and that's attractive. Okay. It also provides mental, emotional safety for your wife because she says, okay, yeah, this guy is going to fall through with what he says. He's going to bring stuff up with me. He's not just going to hide it and then explode. Okay. All right. So honesty, trustworthiness, right? That's the starter. So communication is the next thing we're going to call that the transmission. Okay. So you can be honest in your marriage, but still not go anywhere. Okay. Your car can start, but then not drive anywhere. Like, you can honestly complain about everything your wife does, right? And you're being honest, but you're not um, going anywhere, not going anywhere positive anyway. Okay. This is a repair you need to make. You need to repair your marriage this way. Okay. Another way you can be honest, right? But not go anywhere is you can understand her and even apologize, right? You can say, oh yeah, I, I can understand why, you know, you think that way or why you believe that way or why you want to live, uh, you know, uh, have the kids raised that way and then say, but I think it's stupid, <laughs> right? Now that it might be honest, you might think it's kind of stupid, but you need to understand it first, right? You understand where she's coming from. Okay. And anytime you use the word, but you're kind of erasing whatever you said before, right? Especially with an apology. I was just working with a guy today where we went through, um, a conversation they have with his wife. This is a super valuable thing to do. If you can look back on your conversations and say, okay, like, where did I go wrong? But this is what a place where he just kept going wrong in this conversation is he'd, you know, kind of say, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but you know, this is why you're wrong basically. Or yeah, I'm sorry I did that, but here's why I did it. Okay. My kids have called me out about this where I'll apologize to them, but then say, but you were acting this way. And that's why I did that <laughs> kind of cancels out your apology. So Again, it's being honest, but it's being honest that you are immature. Okay. And so it's not that attractive. So most couples are going to tell me, you know, communication, it's their main issue. Um, but most people don't really understand what that means. They think it just means being honest, right? Complaining about everything or just like bringing up your side of things all the time. What they don't get is like the first part of communication is listening to understand. And most people are not very good at that. They haven't practiced it. Okay. I get to practice that a lot with my work. Right. And, um, it kind of hit and miss with my, with my own family. (laughs) I need to work on it more there, but, um, you know, that's the first part is really understanding clearly. And you want to get good at that, manage your own emotions enough to really deeply understand another person, see where they're coming from. You know, if you're trying to understand with money, okay. Like what are, how do you really feel about that? Put yourself in their shoes. Okay. The second part then is expressing yourself clearly. Some people aren't very good at this either. They'll just start getting really upset and agitated. And then they start saying all kinds of crazy things, right? They can't do it in a mature way. So an easy method to both understand and express yourself is 
I like to use this, this acronym. So the situation, the thought, and then the feeling. So what happened, what you thought about that, and then how you felt about that. So this gives you a good way to understand what's going on with your wife and also to express yourself more clearly. So like today I, I didn't feel very well. So my, uh, my wife took the kids out and that was really nice of her. I really appreciated that. So, you know, the situation was my wife took the kids out. My thought was, Hey, that was really kind of you. My feeling was grateful. And so I expressed that to her. Right. And it's easy to do when it's something positive. Although sometimes we avoid doing that because we're being babies, right? We're being immature. Um, but you know, it's, it was a good thing for me to do, to express that to her. Um, if she's feeling sick, right. I can think to myself, okay, she's feeling sick. She's probably thinking, you know, oh, you know, she's maybe thinking like, you know, she's not productive as she likes to be. She's not getting stuff done. She's probably feeling first of all, sick and kind of hurting, but also feeling, you know, um, maybe overwhelmed or like anxious or she's got a lot to do. So it's just a really powerful way to try to understand and also to express yourself when it's something more of a conflict, right? So the situation is how much money to spend on a house remodel, right? And you can, okay, so the situation is we want to remodel the house. My wife says she wants to spend $50,000 on the remodel, okay? Instead of jumping straight to your thoughts, which is like, that's too much, we don't need it, right? That's your thoughts. You want to try to understand her thoughts, okay? So she maybe thinks, okay, well, she's in the house all the time. Surely wants it to look beautiful. She wants it to have her friends here. You know, having that investment probably makes her feel secure and happy and like she's a priority, okay? So when you really try to understand her side of it, you know, you start there, right? It doesn't mean you agree with it. It just means you try to understand it, okay? So that's communication, right? So you want to understand her and express yourself well and maturely, right? Don't be honestly an idiot, right? Don't communicate that you're an emotionally immature baby. Right? You can communicate that honestly, but it just won't be attractive, right? So the communication piece is being able to understand her in a mature way, express yourself in a mature way. So then intimacy, I'm going to call the drive. Okay, your car's working. You've got trust. You've got communication. You add intimacy to that. Man, you got an amazing marriage right there. So when you do have honesty and communication, your car, it is moving, right? You've got the starter, it's started up, you got the transmission, it's driving. Okay. And, you know, some couples that stay here for a long time, you know, they, they're honest with each other for the most part, right? They communicate pretty well. Okay. Usually though, what's missing is they're kind of hiding some of the dissatisfaction, right? They're kind of brushing these things under the rug. They're kind of keeping the peace. Um, I like to say it takes sparks to make a fire. A lot of times these conflicts right? That's what leads to more passion and intimacy. So a lot of couples, they say, yeah, we're pretty honest with each other. You know, we're not cheating on each other, but you know, and we, we talk pretty well, we kind of manage business affairs pretty well. Um, but you know, that spark is missing is what they'll say. Intimacy. That's the enjoyment of marriage. That's where you say, man, I love being married. You know, it's the, you know, the drive, like what I'm picturing in my mind is like, we live close to the beach. So like driving down the beach and just like watching the sunset and, you know, the windows are down you're just looking at each other and laughing and having a great time. You know, that's the, that's the drive. That's what you want. So what that is, it's where you had this spiritual, mental, emotional, and sexual connection, right? Okay. Your best friends, right? You understand each other's hopes, dreams, and fears. You talk to each other about what's going on. You understand each other. Okay. You also add that fun, that laughter, that play, that flirting, right? That sexual connection. 
So your best friends and your intimate lovers. Okay, now you've you've got it, right? This is the marriage that that we all want. So that's one part of it. Is the intimacy, right? That deep connection, understanding each other at that deep level. Okay, reintroducing that fun and intimacy. The other part of intimacy is getting to wins for both of you. Okay, this is what we're talking about. It takes communication to understand what a win is for both of you. And then intimacy is when you can find it, right? And live it. So you get to those wins for both of you. Money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework. Okay, you get to that place where, yeah, this works for me and it works for you, right? It doesn't only work for me. doesn't only work for you. One of you doesn't feel like you're sacrificing all the time. You both feel like, hey, like this is fair. I like how this is working, right? So to get to these wins, right, it requires trustworthiness because you both need to, you know, let's say with uh, uh, um, with housework, right? So you have to be able to trust each other to follow through with what you say you're going to do. So it's a win for both of you. You need good communication, right? So you can explain to each other what's a win for both of you. And then you just do it, right? And so that's intimacy, right? Where you find these agreements that really feel good to both of you in the important things. So, you know, when you can get here, right? You've got trust for each other. You know, you're going to have each other's backs. You've got communication. You can express things to each other. You can understand each other. You feel understood, then you've got intimacy. You feel like you're both winning in the marriage. You add in that fun, flirting, sexual component. You really understand each other at that deep level. Guys, yeah, you're driving down that beach. You are in that car. It's repaired. It's working great. And you're just loving life. Okay. This is where you can get to. And this is what it takes to repair a marriage, no matter how bad it is. It's these three things. It's trust, communication, and intimacy. So, as a review, how do you fix that car? So number one is being brutally honest about the defects of that car, right? Owning up to the mistakes you've made. Some of the guys I work with, they've been unfaithful, but they don't tell their wife all the details until like into the therapy. Okay, please don't do that. Just be honest about the defects. And then you go to work to start fixing them, right? You don't just say, oh yeah, this car's messed up and you should still stay married to me. No, you, you go about trying to fix them. Okay. You also be honest about what's not working for you in the marriage. This is what some people miss, right? They think, well, I have to be honest, uh, like own to my mistakes, but then just kind of shut my mouth when I feel like something's not working. Okay. You have to be honest about what's not working in your marriage as well. And all of that builds trust. Okay. Your wife can see, Hey, like this guy's trustworthy. So then you want to be able to listen maturely, right? Understand where rest coming from at a deep level. And then express yourself. Use that STF. Okay, what what happened? What'd she think? How'd she feel about it? Okay, this is that's the core of communication, right? Understanding her, expressing yourself. And then you bring back in that fun, flirting passion. You share your hopes, dreams, and fears with each other. Because these first two, right? They they build that safety part. And now we can add in fun, flirting, passion, getting that spiritual, mental, emotional connection, and adding in that sexual connection, right? And on top of that, getting to wins for both of you in the marriage, right? Things that work for both of you. That's intimacy, guys. That's what you're going for. At that point, your car is fixed. You're cruising down the beach or in the mountains, wherever, you know, whatever picture you relate to better as, uh, you know, the perfect drive together with your wife, that nice romantic just journey together where you both feel like, man, I love being, I love being with this person. I love the connection we have. You know, you can get there. Okay. And 
You're going to learn all these skills if you come in and you join the strongman system. I'd love to walk you through how to rebuild trust, how to be really great at communication. You know, like I did with one of the gentlemen today to look through very specific communication times with your wife and say, okay, like here's the issues. Okay. Here's what we could have done better. Okay. That this is where the rubber meets the road, right? Where your wife actually sees is this guy changing or not? Okay. So I'd love to have you in the strongman system. Visit, visit mikefrasermd.com and come join us. If you want to join right now, just click work with me up top. If you want to go through a free training first, that kind of runs you through some of the common mistakes guys make and get a little bit more information about the program. You can do that first. Um, we'd love to have you and you're going to learn some amazing things and, um, it's going to be great. All right, man. So stay strong and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.